welcome to Off Time Jive. My name is Tyler Pino. And I'm Gian Gomez. How you doing, Gian? I'm good. I'm tired. How's, uh, I'm tired. How's, how's life down there in the Sunshine State? Uh, it's good. It's about to be um, better, I guess. Why is that? Because uh, I'm going up there Saturday. Ah, so life is life in the Sunshine State's about to get better because you're leaving. Yes, exactly. You'll be you'll be in town just in time for the Bastard Bowl. What? What is that? That's the next episode of Game of Thrones, man. Oh, it's the Bastard. John Bowl. Snow versus yeah. Ramsay Snow. Oh yeah, I forgot about that episode title. Yeah, it's called the Battle of the Bastards. Is the actual name of the episode. Ooh. Um, which doesn't sound like the name of a Game of Thrones episode, but, you know, whatever. Whatever, man. Whatever. It hasn't gotten significantly worse in the last two seasons. No one's saying that. The writing hasn't gone really downhill. Are you saying... I'm not saying what? shit, bro. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying that. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a great uh, great television show, a great uh, dramatic romp with lots of fine performances and uh, pretty dresses. What did you think of this last episode? Did you watch it? No. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I haven't man, watched you're it. The worst. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, you want to record a episode? Okay. Oh, I didn't watch that. Thank yeah, you I didn't watch time. nothing. <laughs> well, you've seen all the other episodes though. So we can talk about yeah. that at least. Yeah, sure. Um, so what do you th- what are your overall impressions? On season six so far. Now that we're eight episodes into um, it. How many episodes are we in now? Eight? The, this last week was the eighth. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's been good so far. Uh, yeah. I don't, you haven't been disappointed at the last... Nice, you but... haven't... Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You're not disappointed <laughs> about the lack of snakes? I am pretty disappointed. They... What the hell? They made that whole first episode to be crazy and then no more sand snakes since then i hope they're just like fucking right out of dorn forever yeah from what i understand though they're gonna be in the last episode i guess okay they're coming back for some bullshit yeah that they're spanish really leaker guy off. said that i think hmm. i think it was him that could be a fake like i don't know i, I don't even know anymore man there's so many leaks some of them are real, yeah. some of them are not. Where do you go for the latest leak news? I, I, they all just, they happen upon me. I didn't even have to go seek them out. I'm always at some <laughs> website that has them. They're just like, hey, you want to, you want you don't Game of Thrones? No, I, well, well the I way that I look matter. at it. You've read all the books. Yeah, so that's far. the way I look at it. It's like, I mean, and they're not even. Yeah. Right. They're, they're, and they're not doing the same thing as the books anymore. And most of the book or the most recent book isn't going to come out for another 30 years so it doesn't matter but uh yeah no that's why i look at it i mean i I knew what was going on in all the other fucking seasons may as well (laughs) may as well give it to me straight bro i know (laughs) i know what's gonna happen i know i know all the things how disappointing it's all gonna (laughs) be oh man that's that's sad wait you mean like no but what i will say or the books uh by the show I don't know. Like, I didn't really care for the last two books either, to be honest with you. I, they were 
long and boring and they didn't really go anywhere. It was just sprawling. I guess one could make the argument that there was a lot of world building going on, but I feel like he already built a, a solid fair world. world, and I just want to see him finish the story within yeah. it. I don't need nothing about no Dorn. I don't need nothing about no Iron Islands. Just finish the Starks versus Lannister story, and then we'll move on to all that other shit. But it's like, I feel like the thrust of the main narrative is just completely lost at this point. I don't know what's going on. Danny's fucked off to Marine. It's looking like she's going to go back to Westeros now, though. Yeah. In the books, I don't know. Like, you could tell me that uh, Daenerys Targaryen will never set West set foot in Westeros a day in her life in the books, and I would believe it. Because her entire plot line is just... Ah, it's so... It's frustrating, because I don't give a shit about what's going on in Marine. Uh-huh. Marine's the free city, For three right? books... Uh, yeah, Marine is the place that they're at right now in the show with the big pyramid. Word. It's one of the... Well, it's actually... I don't think they're called the... It's part of Slaver's Bay. They're not the free cities. Free cities are like Bravos and Volantis and Lees. But... I don't know, man. Just want to see her ride those dragons and blow up some White Walkers. That's all I want. But Germ don't want to give it to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's disappointed you so far. <laughs> I'm sorry you're not having fun with this TV show anymore, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> it was all I had, and now it's gone. Uh, nah, I'm 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 making it sound worse than it is. I mean, it's it's what I will say about the season is like it's fun to see a lot of theories either get confirmed or squashed. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Jon Snow coming back, for instance. Spoilers. Jon Snow Whoa, came back. No way. It's one of the things like, okay, Dance with Dragons came out in 2011, right? And so that leaves off on a cliffhanger where he gets stabbed. So we don't even know that he's dead. We assume that he's dead. And so for like five years now, we've been talking about well, what's going to happen with that? And everybody's speculating, like, oh, well, Melisandre's going to bring him back because she's at the wall and we could do it. And then finally she does. And I was like, oh, cool. Theory confirmed. Clegane Bowl, on the other hand, unconfirmed as of this week. Clegane. Oh, right. The mountain. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, the, you, you're aware of Clegane Bull, right? I mean, him coming back or him fighting his brother, who's a zombie. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about? The The idea was that, yeah, the idea was that um, in Cersei's trial, Cersei would call the mountain, uh-huh. the zombie mountain, right. and uh, the, mountain of corpses. the faith, <laughs> yes, the faith would call the hound. Whom, that's another thing that wasn't even confirmed yet in the books. Um, we see a character called the Gravedigger in A Feast for Crows. Um, Brienne encounters him. And he like looks like the mountain. But we don't know that it's him. Because they don't identify him by name. We just know that he's this giant fucking guy working as a gravedigger for the Church of the Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea was that he would come and be the Faith's champion in the trial by combat. But, uh, 
I'm just gonna go ahead and spoil it for you, GN, since we're Wait, talking no, about no, it on no, the show. Wait, no, 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 hold on. Does he? Okay, so he. I know. I think I can guess. I'm just gonna give this a really good. Well, you saw the last episode, so you know he's back and alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they call on the mount. Wait, not the mountain. The the hound, and he shows up in a monster truck because the gravedigger, <laughs> as you know, is a South Florida monster truck driver pretty popular uh as we all know i think everyone knows that doesn't happen no (laughs) that uh that sadly does not happen in fact nothing happens you want to know what happens (laughs) we get a scene with cersei she's walking and uh, the all of a sudden she hears there's a royal decree being handed down and she walks into the throne room and she's like why did no one tell me about this royal decree I'm the queen. And Kevin Lannister's like, yeah, we didn't want to tell you. Just go wait in the go wait in the hall. And so King Tommen is there and he's like, me and the High Sparrow have decided no more trials by combat oh, ever. It's illegal and shit. Clegane Bowl unconfirmed. Canceled. Post hiatus. Canceled indefinitely. So what is what she's just going to have a trial? That leads me now? to the question. Like they're just forcing her to have the trial. Yeah, she's. Well, what what I think is going to happen is she's going to attack the 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 high septon. High sparrow. Um, yeah, the high sparrow. Uh, she's going to attack the sept of Baylor. They kind of hint at it at the end of this episode. I don't think there's going to be an actual trial. But it just calls into question, what was the point of bringing the Hound back then? Like, what, what, what is his thing? What is he going to go do? Um, kill Arya? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Me. Why would he want to kill Arya? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, I forgot. I completely, like, blanked out that he had that big fight with um, uh, Brienne. Brienne? Yeah, like, when, he, when the guy, uh, when the dude asked him like oh who you know how'd you die and he's like oh a woman killed me he's like laughing and i immediately mm-hmm. thought of aria and not brienne like right. i was like well i mean technically aria killed you like brienne just well technically you up, but then you know you could have technically sansa killed him and he died of a broken right. heart yeah that too he was in love and she broke him <sighs> We should just use. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we should play uh, Chris Isaac's uh, Wicked Games at the end of this podcast. We should. That should be the intro and outro to everybody. <laughs> yes, it should be. Not just ours. Till he recognizes our podcast and sues us man. for using his music. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the world. So. What do you think of them White Walkers and uh, how they were created? Mm, you mean the tree thing? Like, has there been has that been elaborated on more in the last episode that I'm not aware of? No, the, um, we haven't seen much of them for two episodes. But uh, in it, whatever one brand gets marked. Oh, and that's where they explain mm. it. What did I like? What did I think of that? The origin of the White Walkers. I thought it was kind of dumb. I like. I figured that it was 
Probably. I mean, there was a, a theory for the longest time that the White Walkers were an invention of the children of the forest and they created them as a weapon. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a problem with that. It's just the idea that they just took a dude yeah, that, and then they stabbed yeah. him with <laughs> with the volcano glass and that made the White Walkers. I'm like, okay. That felt really easy. It felt like, too... Yes, it had to be something. Yeah, it felt too easily explainable that way. Like, oh, it's a, it's a MacGuffin. We're just gonna fucking. Well, I was talking about. I was talking about this on Twitter with one of the writers from Cracked last night. Is the like, the problem with the season? It's it's not that it's like bad, it's just that everything seems so rushed, mm -hmm. and it feels like they're trying to tie up a lot of loose ends really, really quickly. Um, like I, ha it feels like we're watching the f the Cliff Notes version of the story, if that makes any sense. It's like, I feel like the Winds of Winter when this book comes out, a lot of these plot points will get hit, but they'll be elaborated on in a much more satisfying way. At least I hope. But I don't know, man. <laughs> no, I know. I understand what you're saying. It's it does feel really rushed, I and mean, I mean, but that's the nature of television, you know. They can't give us. I guess. That we want. Well, they only want to do um, another. I've, I, it was either just one or two more seasons, mm -hmm. and I think that that's part of the problem. HBO wanted like ten. Oh my god! They wanted wow. ten seasons of Game of Thrones, but um, uh, D and D only want to do eight. Are these are, when you refer to D and D? Are these the like the head writer and the director, or uh, the two executive producers? Uh, David, David something and Dan Weiss are the okay. names. Um, one of them is the the writer of X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh wow! Whoa! Big step up for that guy, man! Grats, clap, <laughs> slow clap, nice job. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, but uh, sweet gig. But yeah, no, I don't know. They're they're just certain things just seem confusing to me. Like why did they why'd they go that route? And then other things like Sansa turning down Littlefinger only to immediately turn around and like send a letter to him being like, Yeah, no, I fucked up. Come help <laughs> yeah. us. I was like, Well, what was the point yeah. of that? Like <laughs> I, I could see if it was leading to something to show to show but how desperate after that they just they go are, around. Man. It simultaneously feels like it's extremely rushed, but then there's also a lot of filler, and I don't understand how that makes any sense. Like after that, they go around to all these northern houses for like an entire episode, and nothing comes of mm -hmm. it. And then at the very end, Sansa's like, "Well, guess we better call Littlefinger. <laughs> better call my should have probably just done that to begin finger. with." My main man, my side, my side man, my top squeeze. <laughs> Little finger. Uh, have you, have you looked into that guy's like other work, like his other acting work? Uh, yeah, he played CIA. Who's CIA? In Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah. Okay. Who's CIA? Makes, okay. It's like, hi, Doctor Pavlov. I'm CIA. <laughs> 
that's it that's like his that's he's just referring to the organization he's not giving his name he's like it's, it's cia here so he just refers on, to himself as the organization he's like, just, i'm cia he, he never gives his name he's just like dr pavlov i'm cia uh, another coffee over here cia is thirsty he's just referring to himself <laughs> like the third person well he's not actually with the cia that's that's his actual christian oh name my God. It's like the rapper M.I.A.? Is it like, so he's like the, isn't there a singer, Sia or something? Perhaps. So what, um, what are your predictions for the rest of this uh, <laughs> this Game of Thrones? Um, I think Daenerys will be heading to Westeros, like probably by the end of the season, maybe last episode. She'll be like getting on the boats. With her crew, mm-hmm. um, sure. Bran. I don't even know if Bran will have anything major uh, happen in the last episode. Uh, I have a feeling that he you will. Think so? I guess they have to, right? Like, well, he's got this big terrible thing that I feel like is going to happen, which is going to be so stupid. Oh, no. But it's 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 the we got to get things done quick, so we're going to take out the plot element from the books that this was where it was going to happen. Bran's going to bring down the wall, probably, because he's got that stupid mark on his arm, right? Uh-huh. Um, and that's what allowed the White Walkers to get into the, like, the magical tree place. And I would assume that it's the same magic that they used on the wall, and that's why the White Walkers can't cross, and that's why none of the dead things can cross. Because in the books... Um, you saw that Uncle Benjamin's back, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, the Aragorn of GOT now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's Well, he's the one that goes and rescues mm-hmm. him. Um, he, his character is Cold Hands. Uh, in the book, it's not Benjamin, according to George R. R. Martin. It's just this guy from the Night's Watch who happened to die, and he was resurrected by the Three-Eyed Crow. Okay. Or in the show, The Three-Eyed Raven. <clears throat> Uh, now it's Benjen, but in the books, he wasn't able to cross the wall. Um, and he was also not able to get into the Three-Eyed Raven's headquarters under the Weirwood tree. Wait, wait. So what I'm Bran thinking wasn't? is... Bran wasn't? Or Cold Hands? No, Bran was. Uh, Cold Hands okay. wasn't. Bran and company meet Sam and Gilly, who were being helped by Cold Hands, and then, like, they go under the wall. So this that won't happen. And then they meet probably. Bran, and they're like, oh, what up? Are You I, You must be Jon <laughs> Snow's crippled yo, brother. Yo, what up? It's me, uh, Bran. Why don't you... <laughs> no, uh, I was Sam. Oh, okay. Oh, right, because like that idiot. sounds just like Sam. <laughs> what up? You got any munchies? Yo, sure bro. Sure is cold out here. This shit's sick. Look at this baby I got. I can do a kickflip. How's this thing still alive? <laughs> anyway, Cold Hands couldn't get under the wall, and he also couldn't get into the thing. So my thought is, yeah, Bran's obviously going to be the one to bring down the wall, and I think that's stupid. But that's just me. So how does he how does he bring down the wall though? How do they? It hasn't happened in the books oh, or in the okay. show yet, but it's I. I it has to be Bran because, like, there's there's nothing else. Like in the books, they allude to this horn, which may or may not be a complete MacGuffin that's supposed to be able to break the wall. Mm-hmm. And they never actually use it, what? or it's broken or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's been years since I read the fucking books. 
<laughs> like Mance Raider has this big horn that's supposed to take down the wall. It makes well, sense within the context. Like a giant, like a telescope, like deep it's like space a telescope size horn. horn. Yeah, oh, man, observatory size, fucking Jesus. Wow, that sounds so stupid. That's cartoonishly large, really dumb. That sounds like that reminds me of he pulls like it out um, of his cloak and it's full. The size. Roadrunner, like Acme Products, Wiley e. Coyote. Like I'm gonna use this giant horn to catch this fucking Roadrunner. The Acme Wall Smasher. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! <clears throat> but in in the, in the name of streamlining things, I think it's gonna be uh, Bran. Is gonna, but that doesn't make any damn sense, right? Because he was supposed to have all of this knowledge downloaded into his head. Mm-hmm. So if he just goes for for weeks now, I've been talking with people online about this and like speculating, and everybody's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be Gravaran, it's gonna be Brand." I'm like, "No, it can't be. It literally can't be because there's no way the writing could be that lazy." Where they're like, "Okay, Brand knows everything now, so he and obviously he knows that the fucking mark on his arm." is bad news. So why would he then go through the wall knowing full well that it's going to fuck everything up? But after this week's episode, I'm like, yeah, that's that's probably going to happen. It's probably going to be the most simple explanation and it's also going to be the least satisfying explanation. But they're just trying to... They're in a race to the finish, Gian. Again, um, I'm sorry the show is... <laughs> disappointing you so much uh i i don't know I, i'm kind of like just watching now i'm actually more excited watching preacher and silicon valley than fucking game of thrones right now this season at least how is preacher i haven't checked that out it's yet. cool man it's um they're going really fast with it i mean there is a lot of exposition in those books um and I haven't, that's me saying that, and I haven't even read all of them, maybe like three or two. Um, so yeah, they're like moving things up really quickly, but they're keeping it like exciting, really interesting. Just right off the bat, shit's mm-hmm. going. It's it's fun. It's a it's a fun little show. Have you, did you ever read the Preacher comics or? No, I haven't, honest, uh, oddly. It's one of those things that I always hear where I'm like, yeah, I should check that yeah, out. Yeah, man, that's, it's fantastic. I just never have. Pretty good. Um, it's like Southern... Better than Marmaduke. The, the what? Better than Marmaduke? Oh, y- yes. Unless you've owned a, a Great Dane before, then no, it's not as good as Marmaduke. <laughs> oh. That's quite the distinction. Mm-hmm. Well, I've we've owned a Great Dane before, so, I mean, they're kind of neck and neck. Have you? Yeah. Did you, did you ride it around? No. No. He was old. He was like old at the. He was an older Great Dane at the time, so it would be uh, there would be none of that. And I think I was like fourteen, so that wouldn't have been cool for the Great Dane. Oh. You know, I don't know. I'm thinking like the size that you are now compared to the size of they're big dogs. <laughs> they I, are. I feel like you could probably pr- yeah. You might maybe like you don't want to ride it around for long distances, but I I feel like it could probably, especially when you were fourteen. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you knew me. Well, maybe not. Actually, I don't think I knew you when I, I was 14. You 14. I knew you after 16, probably. 16, 16 yeah. and up. That's probably, yeah. Well, the first time I met you 
you were driving a car, so you probably weren't. <laughs> yeah, 14. I was, think I was seventeen. Wasn't that? Yeah, that was probably it, like seventeen. No. Driving a car. <laughs> <laughs> I think I met. Well, no, I met you at Park Vista. That's right. Um, possibly. Or was it Christie's through Christie's and? I think it was through Christie because it, you were driving a car and a with Marco and I think Christie. Oh God. Okay, yeah, that was okay. That was when I was hanging out with Aaron Tucker and Marco a lot. Um, so yeah, yeah, I was definitely. Did you know Marco's a woman I, now. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I knew he was going down that path. <laughs> going down. He was trying to get there. Yeah, I knew path. that was his uh, objective. So I'm sure he met it already. That's cool. That's cool, man. When was the last time you saw Marco? Um, years. Years. Yeah, like literally years. That's neat. So he's happy. I just know because of the internets. Yeah. That's good. Well, she. You're right. She, she is happy. Anyway. So. I just saw Mike Jenner recently. Did yeah, you? he uh, was at Harry's with um, his, his wife. What was he in town for? I think probably business stuff, you know, Amarope shit. He's like vice president of Amarope mm-hmm. now. It's going to get that rope pretty soon. He's going to get, get it. that golden noose. I'm going to walk it. <laughs> walk the noose. <laughs> uh. Speaking of nooses, that's another character that got cut out. And for, like, no reason. Was that one of the dead so, dudes? Comes sort of. It's a dead lady who came back. Spoilers. Oh, right. And I'm only going to spoil it because, like, I don't think she's coming back in the show now. Um, there was a lot of talk last week that she might because there was a scene, that that last scene with uh, the Hound, where they they hanged <laughs> oh God, yeah it was septin ray yeah yeah i was like they he's gonna septin he's ray gonna come room. back i was like i know he's gonna like cough or some shit as the hound's walking away at least that's what i thought mm-hmm. i was like oh, okay he's because he brought the hound back right yeah well lady stoneheart is a character from the books that is supposed to be leading the brotherhood without banners now but she isn't. It's just Beric Dondarrion. And you know who Lady Stoneheart is, right? Right, Catelyn. It's Catelyn. They bring back Catelyn Stark. They resurrect her. And I'm just thinking, I was talking about this online too. I'm like, I can't for the life of me imagine that like, Michelle Fairley is prohibitively costly. I'm sure that they could afford her for an episode or two. Mm. And I also, like, I don't know why they would cut her out at this point. Because wouldn't it be that much more interesting, whether or not it's good or bad or whatever, I don't really care about the character of Lady Stoneheart. I just mean from a purely practical standpoint, wouldn't that get people talking a lot more? Wouldn't that generate a lot more buzz than simply bringing back Beric Dondarrion, whom I'm sure 90% Mm. of the people in the world have no idea who he is? We've forgotten about by now. I mean, that would be like the talk of the fucking season. You'd be like, holy shit, Catelyn Stark is back. That's crazy. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool. Too. I'd like, I was just thinking about like her and John meeting again, and they've both died mm-hmm. at this point. And so 
Maybe that would kind yeah. of bring them a little like, closer together. Yo, death sucked. <laughs> I doubt it, because, well, Lady oh, Stoneheart, that's true. Her, She's the, even her whole worse. thing is that, yeah. Okay. yeah, she comes back and, like, any, any of the warmth in her is gone. She's not necessarily evil. She's just only concerned with justice. And I think because she didn't like Jon Snow to begin with, <laughs> because he was a bastard, mm-hmm. she'd probably like him even less now. But that was another thing that people were talking about. They're like, well, when Jon Snow comes back, he can't just be like the same guy, right? Maybe they're going to combine the two characters of him and Lady Stoneheart and make him like a, a stone-cold badass. Nope. Who's only looking to just destroy. And they're like, nah, he's just That John. was kind of disappointing because like, uh, I mean, even even if they're not sticking to like how the story is with, you know, in regards to uh, Lady Stoneheart... <laughs> Um, I mean, if that would happen anyway, and you're brought back, like, you wouldn't be the same fucking person. You would not. It's just like, it's John, but maybe, like, a little moodier when it comes to, like, death, or a little more sensitive yeah, about it. I... Well, he is a l- slightly different in as much as he seems to be a lot more timid now, mm-hmm. which makes sense um, if you're just going to approach it like, well, he died, but big whoop, who cares? He's going to come back, and he's just going to have to deal with that as if it was like he almost died, now he's got, like, PTSD. Yeah, I mean, and you he has to, like, think about, like, oh, hey, there's nothing. Like, he didn't see anything. So yeah. I would imagine that would make it even scarier. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Which that in and of itself is pretty interesting because that's that's consistent with the books. Like Beric Dondarrion said that he didn't see anything when he came back in the mm-hmm. books. Um, actually, maybe he didn't because that scene with Melisandre is only in the show. I don't know. I, I feel like that's probably in the book somewhere. Anyway, um, it's a conceit within the show or within the books that uh, when people die, at least Northerners, they uh, become part of that Weirwood network. Like, all of the quote-unquote old gods, what that is is just dead people that have memories Mm -hmm. that the trees have seen. So, really, in theory, John should have became a tree. Should have become a part of the uh, tree servers that hold everyone's fucking memories. Weirwood net. Yeah, Weirnet. Cool. Right. Um, hmm. So what? How did you? Uh, man, I, I should have just fucking watched this last episode and then recorded this. I thought about it too. <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe I should just postpone it and then I can watch this episode. We can talk about it because I want to talk about Arya, but I don't know what happens in this new one, so I don't want to talk about Arya. God damn it. Well, here's the thing. I mean, do you want to just talk about it? <laughs> like what? The, the episode before that? Or, or just in general? Do you want to talk about what happened in this episode? Uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. Because it's a little bit disappointing. Okay, yeah, fine. If it's disappointing, go ahead. Do it. Go for it. Yeah. Um, so, where do we leave off? She's getting stabbed in the fucking gut by the waif. That came out of nowhere. Like, that surprised me. Really? I, I didn't... I, I figured that the waif was going to attack her. But it was just the way that they handled it. And, like, they gave her the old... Uh, the the old fray late-term abortion. Oh, man. 
from the Red Wedding. It really looked like uh, Talissa getting stabbed to death. And that's why I was like, holy shit, are they about to kill Arya right now? <laughs> it was pretty brutal. I was like, maybe they will. Yeah. yeah. Because there's like no real way that she should have been able to survive oh, that, especially that. after jumping into the, like that filthy water. <laughs> um, but so what happens? Everybody was speculating because like there's that weird scene with her uh, walking around, strutting around like not like Arya. Like she's got this body language <laughs> right, that's she's so confident different now. Yeah, and uh, she's like flipping these coins around and chartering this Top boat to world. Westeros and she's all out in the open even though she's well aware that the faceless men are wanting to kill mm-hmm. her which I thought was really weird yeah. I was like Arya wouldn't do this she's smarter than this to be like flaunting logically right logically I mean that's why people thought well there's got to be something more to mm-hmm. it um, turns out nope <laughs> it's just it is what uh... it is no plan. There was no so secret gets, plan. Yeah, she gets stabbed, and then she goes to find um, Lady oh. Lady Stork. The I don't remember what the actress's actual name is. She was the lady from the Babadook. Oh, okay. Wow, that's the same the, lady. The oh, it is. I guess she looks a lot better in this, probably because she's not all stressed out. And, uh, yeah, she's not and, yeah. battling crippling depression. She looks 20 years she a younger job. than how she did in that movie. Holy <laughs> shit. But she goes to track her down, and conveniently, she's an expert at sewing up stab oh wounds. <laughs> and the explanation was, when she was young, she used to date, like, really bad dudes. So she was always patching um, Who would always cheat on her. Greasers of well, the... <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> I oh, Johnny, it, you gotta was, stop fighting. I can't keep patching you up every time you're in a scuffle. <laughs> sort of close, but the the idea was they would go off and cheat on her, and she would get really mad and stab oh, them in the stomach, shit. and then she'd feel bad about it, so she'd patch them Jesus. up. And I'm like, okay, show. Okay, that's a little crazy. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So she patches Arya up, and she's also got, like, medicine for no explained reason. That, I guess, takes care of the pain. Uh Actually, maybe she just gives her a shot of that whiskey. I don't remember. Um, But she gives her something. And then she walks out of the room, and then the wave predictably shows up and kills her. Oh, shit. And uh, Arya's like, Lady Stork? Lady Stork? And she walks in, and... She was, like, putting her medicine back up on the medicine shelf, but now she's, like, hobbled and crippled and dead. What? In, like, this weird, like, Samara from the ring pose. And I'm like, what made her do that? I, I wait, know. wait, this I is Stork? It. Stork is like this? Yeah, yeah. Why? The wave kills what? her. Okay. Because she was promised to the many-faced god. Right. Oh, man. Okay, so... <laughs> and then the wave chases Arya. Arya jumps out a window with her freshly sewn up stitches. Stomach. Yeah, just not no concern for them opening. Yeah, there was that shot from the preview where we see her doing like hardcore parkour all through Bravos, and Boy. that was because she's getting chased by the wave. Everybody was like, "Well, it wasn't the real Arya that got stabbed, or she had some sort of armor on, and it was like 
pig's blood or something. Uh-huh. It was like stage blood that she stole from the actors. Um, but no, it was just really Arya getting stabbed. Man, people and was were really giving Arya. her a lot of credit for this on the show. Well, but that's the thing. It's that's like, her character. If you think back to the first three seasons, yeah. and that is her yeah. character. But if you think back to the first three seasons, it was a lot more intricate and complicated. So people are like kind of expecting mm-hmm. that. But with the show only um, seasons, it seems like they're just like, now nah, we've got to finish. But you could have finished in the same amount of time by making it a scheme, but they just didn't. So then she runs through the city. She has this scene where she falls down the stairs, and it's kind of funny because she's like falling, <laughs> and it's happening really, really slowly. She's falling down the stairs and like knocking into all of these baskets of fruit that these fruit vendors have uh-huh. out, and she's like almost cartoonishly hitting every <laughs> one of them. And all of the people are like, ah, bro, stop hitting our fruit. <laughs> she pulled like a Sandra Bullock in Gravity and just fucking bouncing off everything. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. But then, I don't know, she gets back to the house of black and white where she's got needles stored under her bed where she put it, where, which that was from two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, I don't know why she didn't just hang out there. <laughs> I don't know why she had to get set. Like, this wasn't part of her fucking master plan. This wasn't going according to Kekaku. <laughs> Wait, what is Kekaku? Um, no, it's a whole theory. Thing. Okay, <laughs> it's no, no, no. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a meme. Oh, kid, did you say kid kaku? Of, kid kaku? No, kake kake kaku. Okay, it's a Japanese word. I guess it means plan. But um, <laughs> there's a meme online where it's making fun of like fan dubbed anime where people have the tendency. The translators have the tendency to favor the Japanese terms. Mm-hmm. And so there's this one, it's an actual thing that somebody screen grabbed. It just said, translator's note, keikaku means plan. And then the subtitles say, everything is going according to keikaku. Oh, my God. So it's just oh, like, oh, God. Why didn't they just write plan? Why insert that in, like, it's already being translated. Why fucking, okay, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. It was not part of a keikaku. <laughs> so then people were also speculating, well... She'll use uh, uh, needle. She'll like to fight the waif in darkness, and then she'll have the advantage because she went blind. And that's exactly what happened. The waif gets there, and she's about to fuck shit up. And then Arya cuts the candle in half with needle, and it goes oh, dark. Shit. And then uh, the waif just gets killed off camera. What? Oh my! We don't even get to see a fight. <laughs> the f- uh. Nope. Well, well, it's pitch black, so I guess we couldn't Blame. see it anyway. But then it just cuts to the hall of faces and it shows the waif's bloody face. And then, which I'd forgive all the rest, but then this Uh-oh. happens. Jacken is there and Arya's like, you told her to kill me. And he's like, yes, I did. <laughs> She's like, Why? And he's like, well, now a girl has finally become I knew no it. One. Okay. And she's right. like, okay. However, she's like, no, I'm not. Oh, and my she holds God. up to his chest. <laughs> and it looks like she's about to kill him. And she's like, I'm going back to Westeros. And he's like, okay, thanks for not killing me with that tiny sword. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's just like, wait, 
Well, what does it actually mean to be no one then? Absolutely nothing. Uh, what was the test? Uh, fucking hell. <laughs> so stupid, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> with the la- with the episode, okay, the episode before this one, when she's, like, stabbed, I'm like, okay, she's going to go, uh, she's going to heal up somehow, and then she's going to, like, go back to the temple, and then whatever, she'll be, she'll be recognized as, like, no one, and then she'll be like, oh, okay, I can do this now, and go for that. But what the hell was that? What is all... So stupid. Okay, whatever. I have no that idea. That sounds so dumb. That's really disappointing. <laughs> it honestly is. It's like I, I don't. What was the point of all? I don't that? even. That just kind of killed the Arya story for me. Like what? Well, for me, it's like it would be fine because, like, I never really. Actually, maybe in the books, maybe she does. I don't know. But I'd like. I would have found it phenomenally unsatisfying in the books if she actually became no one and then she was just no longer Arya Stark and she was off doing whatever. Mm-hmm. I want her to be Arya Stark. I want her to go uh, finish her list and finish her business in Westeros. However, I just wish they went about it in a better way than That's that. That's really Like, you bad. could have even just modified the line where it would be like, Jacken was like, yeah, we fucked up. You weren't supposed to be that, but go. You have my blessing, child. Flee to your native mm-hmm. land. Um, and I won't send people to kill you but it just makes the faceless men look like this really incompetent organization (laughs) where they're like okay this like this this 19 year old girl can uh completely wreck your entire shit but apparently there's only two of them yeah which doesn't make sense never made sense either like there's only two people working there (laughs) <laughs> like running yeah. that fucking place. Well, one of them's running the place. The other one's just like the servant. I yeah. What the? F- I think the idea was like there's because they're no one, and we do see like many people with Jockin's face mm-hmm. that it might be multiple. Know, it could people. be hundreds of people, right. but but I don't know. That never actually came across very well. If that was the point, Jesus it just always felt like there were two of them. The entire that's like a big problem with the show in general is like the world feels a lot smaller than it should and part of that's understandable because it's a tv show and even though it's a very high budgeted tv show it's still a tv show they can't you know make it's not like lord of the rings where they could just take you know a hundred million dollars and pump it into two hours of television they have to take about 70 million dollars and pump it into 10 hours of television so they have to cut corners some places but I don't know how how much would it cost to have like a couple extras in the background of those house in black yeah. and white scenes just to make it look. Didn't they, I mean they did that uh, like a little bit more populated. They did that all the not hundreds, but I mean they did that all the time on like Star Trek: The Next Generation. Those can, yeah, those cantina scenes or you know the bar scene. There'd always be like a ton of people in there, just to make sure it looked busy. Mm-hmm. You know, like just have extras. Right. But yeah, I mean I know exactly what you mean. Like scenes like like okay the scenes with like the city in um bravos like that looks that looks like a city it looks like people walking around going through the market whatever but then places where you would think a lot would be going on like the house of uh, black and white there's like no one fucking there's no one there there's like a couple beggars and then these two main characters well there's like customers and then there are the three people that live inside and it's like 
The entire guild is made up of <laughs> two people? Yeah. yeah, when you... Th- this legendary guild. Yeah, they're like, they're a guild of assassins for hire, and there's there, there's no one there. There's two fucking people. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know. I don't know, man. What did you think of that Daenerys stuff in uh, two episodes ago? What, what, what did you the think one of the Daenerys stuff what, in general? The two-parter speech episodes, like the first one that was really underwhelming, but everyone was impressed by yeah. and because because she burnt a thing down again, who cares? She already did that. <laughs> and then uh, the the one I thought was better, which was the next episode, where she's on her freaking dragon and then everyone's like, oh, she did that in the last episode. I'm like, oh, guess what? She did the other thing in the last episode, too. But you all fucking loved it well, because she burned down the, the same Daenerys building pretty much. Oh, she God. does. She does. She only does one thing. She goes around. She <laughs> she says her titles. Yeah. And then she's like, my dragon. She raises fucking buildings. That's what she does. Like, she's like, check this out. Fire. You're all uh, you're all mine now. Yeah. Getting kind of bored of it, yeah. really. I mean, the speeches are cool that's sometimes. What, that's that's why I just want to see him finish up that part of the story, yeah. because and like, I, the problem is, and I think that it would probably benefit. Um, although it'll never happen because she's such like a fan favorite character. What they should have done was given her a season off, the way they did Bran in season four. Because her storyline is extremely important. But if you finish it too soon, then there's, like, no more story. Mm-hmm. So what they did with Bran was they... Because in, a, in in Dance with Dragons, there's only, like, three or four Bran chapters. But it's clear that, like, his, his whole thing is a pretty big deal because he's getting all of the exposition as to what happened throughout history. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll probably have a means of controlling it later on. Um, what they did in the show was they axed him for a season because, like, what can you do? If you got to the point where he is now, in, if, in season four, it would have been way ahead of everything else and it wouldn't have made any sense. Right. What they need to do with Danny is just, like, give her some time off and then bring her back when she's important. Because right now, and it's the same thing with Tyrion, like, we get the same thing every week where it's just, like, Five minutes of Tyrion doing stand-up, and then five minutes of Danny spouting about her dragons, and the story goes nowhere. Mm. I don't know. Yep. I just think she needs to come back to Westeros and fuck shit up. Um, that's really her purpose, in general. <laughs> And these pirates really suck. Oh, really? Like in the, in the last episode, there was nothing good with them. Oh, there's nothing with them at all in the last episode. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Now, like, I don't hate the guy that plays Euron. I think he's a fine actor. I just don't see him as Euron. Mm-hmm. In the books, like Euron is fucking crazy. Right. He's he. He goes around sailing the world collecting magical artifacts. Oh, cool. And the reason he Yeah, the reason he gets elected to the king's in the king's moot um is because he has another horn. I said there's this 
There's this whole what? ongoing theme of horns in these books. There's this ancient Valyrian horn called Dragonbinder. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds that sounds and interesting. Yeah. The idea is that's what the Valyrians use to tame their dragons. Because we have this problem with Daenerys in the books, which I think they're just kind of ignoring in the show now. Because she just... That was another thing about her in that scene that you said you liked. And I like that scene a lot, too. I think it's a lot more dramatic. But I'm like, how did she get Drogon? Where was he? Oh, that's right. And Um, he wasn't even listening to her in the first place. So all of a sudden he is... Did she just psychically call him? And then nobody saw him or heard him? He felt her confidence and was like, I'm coming back. Yeah. (laughs) I'm ready. She's now. where she needs I'm to be again. My rebellious teenage years. I will listen to you once more. Yeah, but I, I think they're probably just going to ignore that in the show. But yeah, in the books, you have Dragonbinder, and it's supposed to tame the dragons, and Euron goes and finds it. Mm-hmm. And so he goes, and during the King's Moot, he's like, he brings out this horn, and as everybody else is giving their speech, he has his his servant blow the horn, and it just gives this catastrophic sound, oh, and it brings everybody to their fucking knees. And he's like, um, well, this is how we're going to take the Iron Thrones. We're going to do it with dragons. <laughs> cool. All right. And he's like, I, I know, I know uh, where to get three dragons, and I also know how to tame them now. And then the thing with the horn, like the person that blows it, his like insides end up getting charred Whoa, out. what the... F- like it sets his lungs on fire. Are you kidding me? Like, wait, so... Uh, wait, so he's using this and it's it's like burning him inside? Well, he has like a servant. Oh, he know, so he knows this is going to happen. So he has people... Yeah, he probably oh, figured dude, it out when they That's found so it. messed up. Like, okay, bro, you're going to be the dude to blow the horn today. <laughs> Or just... Uh... Oh, he's pretty... Euron's... Euron is, like... Oof. I'm really afraid that he's becoming, like, Ramsey 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh... Like, Germ... Okay. Yeah, Germ released uh, an Aaron chapter from Winds of Winter at Balticon this last week. Um, Aaron is the... Aaron is damp hair, the the priest of the drowned god religion okay yeah i thought that was was a really cool scene too i had no idea that um that's how they got their kings like they brought them back yeah i was a little confused because like a lot of sense in the show because i was confused because i didn't think the priest himself brought them back i thought it was just like a test thing like okay if you if you live after being drowned like if you wake up then, uh, you know, that's you're the, the next king. Yeah. I was like, okay. But then... That's the way they played it in the show, and that might be where they were going uh-huh. with it. Um, but in the books, like, that's just kind of their version of baptism. Yeah, that's what it... Like, they drown you, yeah. and then they bring you back. Like, they beat your chest, and if you cough up the water, mm-hmm. good. If not, then you were meant to die. Um, and in the show, they just drown him and throw him on the beach, and he coughs it up kind of... Uh, out of nowhere mm-hmm. and i'm like that seems that seems riskier than than what i imagined but okay also his crown looks like turds yeah uh i liked his crown it was it was uh cool it was like it's it like petrified wood, wood almost it was like you know that's exactly well it was driftwood. Yeah. nothing fancy well they're not a fancy people <laughs> have you seen where they live <laughs> 
seeing the state of their and clothes. Like, and build everything. me a thousand ships. Wait, oh yeah, did you see that? The island doesn't have any trees. Yeah, I was like, you don't have any fucking trees. <laughs> I thought that was great. I was like, holy shit, they're right. Like, I didn't even think about that. I was like, but yeah, then again, what the hell? They don't really have trees. Hmm. Yeah. Have you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this 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 Euron or Aaron chapter that Germ released is pretty crazy. Like, um, he's he's kidnapped Aaron and thrown him in this cell, uh, in in his ship, and um, is like kind of like starving him and just all around being a shitty older brother younger brother how whoever he is mm-hmm. and uh so he comes down um and gives him uh i don't remember what it's called but it's some potion that danny takes when she's in the house of the undying um back in the second book or whatever and also in the show you take this but and i think they give it to bran too um in the books when he's uh when he's first learning to do the whole tree borg thing, but they give it to him and um, it makes him hallucinate, and he has this vision of these, all of these gods that have been slaughtered, and then Aaron sitting on top or Euron sitting on top of the Iron Throne, um, and the drowned god slaughtered next to him, and then there's this lady next to him who we don't really know who she is but they say that her hands are made of white flame so i'm thinking it's either danny or maybe even melisandre or another red priestess mm-hmm. but i know it was interesting but it highly alludes uh that <laughs> huron rapes aaron who is his brother and a dude I didn't get all the way through the chapter because they posted it online, but people keep talking about it. And I'm like, wait, that, what? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So he's just supposed to be pure evil. But the idea was he was collecting, like, um, priests and, like, he's also got Pyat Pri, who was one of the warlocks from uh, Karth, from wherever... And he's got, like, uh, maybe a Septon or something, but he's also got a Red Priest. He's got, oh, like, damn. So he's ambassadors I mean, he's, of various religions. He's, uh, he's crazy, yeah, he's doing he's, something. You know, he's gunning for he's it. He's got a plan. I think he's probably going to be... Like, we, we see these antagonists in Game of Thrones go in phases, right? Mm. We have, um, like, at first it was Joffrey, was, like, the big monster bad guy. Not necessarily like the prime antagonist, but he was the personification of evil in the books. Right. Then he dies, and then we get Ramsay. And I'm thinking that Ramsay's probably going to die soon, and then we'll get Euron. We'll be hopefully the final boss. Right. Well, the the White Walkers will be the final boss, but but now that magic is uh, up and gunning in the world, it should get interesting, at least on a visual level. Sounds like it's ramping up. It is. So, you know, prepare by 2036 when this book comes out. It's going to be crazy. So, you said his name was Aaron? Aaron. Aaron Uh, Aaron is the priest. Euron is the 
Okay, you're on. Um, so he's has he always been crazy, or is, was that from like when his mates tied him to the, like the mast of the ship in a storm? Uh, or like how did that come? About? Wait, where's that coming from? Uh, I remember either reading something, or maybe they said it in the show that they tied him to That's like possible. the mast during like a big storm because he was just going nuts or he was like he tried something and they didn't trust yeah that's absolutely possible i i I honestly don't remember um i only read feast for crows once and it was like six seven years ago okay um Hmm. but uh and also the 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 ironborn chapters in that book really kind of bored me Uh, i need to go back and read them now that i'm a little bit more invested in that story because what happens with game of thrones is like or with the song of ice and fire books is They'll always add these new characters, and I'm like, well, no, I want to finish the story with the old characters. Fuck these people. Yeah, they're like distractions. And they end up being really important. And they just yeah. use them as like almost filler, but it's it's like the... They end up being important, but... Yeah, you know, it's it's like in a weird order. He's in like, oh, life. here's, check these guys out. Here's a little preview yeah, they'll of be down like, the well, line. Well, here's Arya, here's Tyrion, here's Sir Davos mm-hmm. in the second book, and I'm like, wait, who? I don't care. Yeah. And then he ends up being a great character. Yeah, you really but... didn't give a shit about Sir Davos at first. And then, like, as yeah. as you read more of his chapters, you're like, oh, this guy's actually kind of interesting. Hmm. And then they then he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to take him away again. You're not going to get anything of him for a little while. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> but... Game of Thrones, man. Them Thrones. Them Thrones, dog. So, Tommen is a little bitch. What do you think of this High Sparrow character? Uh, I like him. He's uh, he's interesting. I like him, too. A lot of people hate him. Yeah. And uh, I guess he's kind of the antagonist of that region, if you're viewing Cersei as the protagonist, but... Every time Cersei gets her shit fucked, I'm like, yeah, fuck her. She's the worst. She's a terrible person. <laughs> like, at least the High Sparrow has, like, he's, I mean, he has, he believes in something. And uh, he's willing to go through. Well, that's I mean, the thing with him. Like, he, he could be a little bit shifty. Mm-hmm. He's clearly got an agenda, like in the ep- two episodes ago, him telling Marjorie that she needs to fuck Tommen more. Oh, that was what? weird. <laughs> this was the last episode. You don't remember that? Or no, not in the uh, two episodes. Ago. I do not remember that at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, there's the scene. There's the scene in in the party room, which the uh, party room. It's, it's called online. <laughs> it's the the really boring looking room in the sept where everybody talks to the high septon, and it's like the most the most used room in the entire season right now. Is it that long room with like the windows? Yeah, the... yeah. It looks like a hallway. Yeah, it's really boring. But uh the party room. It's a really flat looking location and they spend so much fucking time in it. It's crazy. I love how they ironically <laughs> called it the party room. <laughs> That's fucking great. That's awesome. But um uh, she's talking to the High Septon, and he's like, well, Tommen tells me that you've been failing in your um, 
uh, wifely duties or however he puts it. And she's like, yeah, you know, I've been praying a lot. And he's like, no, you need to go fuck Tom and right he's now like, you need, and fuck him hard. He's like, you need, to, you need to get down on your knees in a different way. And do some, do some praying. You you need to go service your king. Um, uh, that's hilarious. But the idea is that like he's clearly gunning. Well, he's because here's the thing. Like Marjorie, as we saw in that episode, where she hands that note to Lady Olena, uh, the Queen of Thorns. Mm-hmm. She hands a little note with a rose on it. Just be like, no, I'm not really brainwashed. I'm just you know, playing the game right now. I think that the High Sparrow understands that he doesn't have Marjorie, but he very much has Tommen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tommen is not even arguably the, the more powerful character. He's the fucking king. Um, so he wants Tommen to have an heir that he'll also be able to manipulate. Um, but I think he's like but the last true schemer. He's on not going to be around. He's an old man. What? He's an old man. How's he gonna? Unless he's like. Uh... Well, I also think that maybe uh, he doesn't expect Tommen to live very long. Then. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still, even then, he's an old man. He's not gonna be around yeah. for this kid. If there is a kid born, it's gonna be well, like he's like in what his seventies. Yeah, but it's know, Game of Thrones, man. Someone's gonna kill him. Yeah. All kinds of shit can happen. But, uh... Yep. So now, um, I guess, Tommen and Marjorie are doing it hardcore. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Maybe she'll get an heir. But I feel like both of them are probably gonna die. Yeah. I don't see them living. Yeah, Marjorie kind of outlived her... Uh, I don't know, her character. Interesting. Anything interesting happening with her character? Well... Yeah, I mean, yeah, she, nothing interesting has happened. But the thing with Marjorie Terrell as a character is she's smart. Yeah. Um, she knows what she's doing. Uh, so I'm not surprised that she's lived this long. I am disappointed that they didn't do anything interesting Yeah, she it, was so promising but... in that, like, first season that she popped up. And she's just been mm-hmm. kind of surviving since then. Like, she's just, I feel like she's just there as, like, a figurehead for, like, a strong female character but it's like it's like kind of what they're doing with sansa for a while like oh look she's she's a survivor but she's not doing anything Mm -hmm. like she's just sticking around because yeah she's just a symbol that was the thing about salsa too it's like salsa (laughs) (laughs) she's the worst that salsa is terrible she's just the worst character i think she's gonna die too because germ said there's five characters that he views as the the main characters, mm-hmm. um, and he didn't necessarily say that they'd see it through to the end. But I'm going to assume that that's pretty likely. Uh, the characters were off the top of my head: Tyrion, Danny, Arya, Bran, and John. You'll notice that Salsa is absent from this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she's. She's probably expendable. Oh, man. People are like, she's going to be the queen in the north. And I'm like, yeah, but who cares? She's still going to die. Oh, jeez. Uh, people keep saying that John's going to be named king in the north. And if that, I don't know if that's a leak or if that's just something stupid that people are saying. But if that's the case, I'm like, but why? Like, I understand. Maybe if they play up the whole fact, like, holy shit, he got resurrected. He came back from the dead. That's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. 
But like, but but why? There are other heirs like Sansa, uh, Rickon, unless Rickon dies soon. Um, but I don't think I don't think Salsa is gonna die in the next two episodes anyway. Mm-hmm. Rickon very much might because he's with Ramsay, but I don't think Bran's coming back. So yeah, maybe maybe it'll just be John and fuck it. Hmm. You should watch Preacher, man. We should start talking about Preacher. <laughs> Another show. More shows. <clears throat> I ain't got nothing to say about no Preacher. I ain't even seen it. You gotta it. watch it. You gotta find a way. Uh, the internet. So Michael finds was a way. in Japan for like six months yeah now i I, i'll start watching it we'll talk about it i think you'd really uh, enjoy it next week or whenever uh probably enjoy i uh, think so too cassidy a lot that character david cassidy david cassidy actually the the guy who plays this character cassidy on preacher he's really cool uh i used to see him on when i used to watch that show is that um tony stark's dad no no it's not (laughs) And I That's hate being guy, reminded right? that that was Tony Stark's dad. Like it just that role. <laughs> he was is also the nothing. comedian, though. That's pretty it cool. Means nothing to me, and I just fuck fuck <laughs> Iron Man. I hate all that. No, no, I don't like being reminded that he was Tony Stark's dad. Because when when people say Joe said that, because I I usually watch the show with Nikki and Joe every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we watch all those shows: Preacher, Silicon Valley, uh, Game of Thrones. But, um, yeah, when it was first brought up in the first episode of Preacher, I was like, wait, what? Isn't Roger Sterling from Mad Men Tony Stark's dad? Because I was thinking of the newest fucking Avengers movie when they show, like, Tony Stark as a uh, fucking 20-something. Probably not. Probably, like, college, late late teens. And he's, like, talking yeah, to his yeah. dad in the first scene or whatever. That weird CGI. Yeah, yeah really yeah, weird everyone's CGI. Praising. I just thought it was creepy looking. Yeah. Like, we've seen Robert Downey Jr. in his 20s, and he didn't look like no, that. No, that looked... He didn't look like this weird, amorphous, <laughs> creepy thing. Too shiny. Like, shiny face, and yeah. uh, it just looked wrong. Um, But no, I was like, oh, yeah, but Roger Sterling was his dad. And they're like, oh, young, young Tony Stark. Or young Tony Stark's dad. Like, oh, okay, whatever. They don't look anything alike. Why didn't they just use the same? I don't know. It was dumb. Yeah, they really don't, come to think of it. I didn't even think about that when I was watching Civil War. Mm. But uh, now that I'm thinking about it now, holy shit, yeah, no, nothing. Nothing alike. Really strange. But he also played the comedian, which is pretty cool. What? No, no, so... no, 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 no. Not the same actor. <laughs> Howard Stark? No, the guy that played Howard Stark in the what? In 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 uh, Captain America was the is in, this guy from the comedian in the newest? Pretty sure. <laughs> Wait, okay, so no, not in the newest Captain America, in the first Captain. Okay, America. so the younger version of Tony Stark's dad, you're saying is the comedian? Yeah. No, because no, 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 because. The comedian is played by the guy who's playing the main villain on Walking Dead right now. They both look kind of Jeffrey Dean Morgan is his name. Yeah, they they look similar, but uh, the other guy's maybe bigger. I'm confusing him. Yeah, he's bigger and he looks older. The comedian guy. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, maybe I get him confused with that guy a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Shiz good. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm confusing it with Walking Dead. Yeah, that guy's... Fuck the They're both on AMC. Dead. I don't know. Walking Dead sucks. I ain't never seen it. <laughs> Actually, no. I saw, like, the first two episodes, and I was bored out of my mm-hmm. tits. It's a boring show. It's not very entertaining. Did you see that thing that Robert Kirkman said about a game about George R. R. Martin? Um, no. He criticized him for letting the show veer away from the story, like from the books, or take its own path. He uh-huh. criticized him for that, saying he would never let that happen, even though his show is completely different from... It's completely different. Yeah. It was, it was kind of a bullshit... Uh, thing he said it was fucking yeah i thought didn't they stop making walking dead comics and then restart them probably when the show got big because i know that they switched like creative teams very very early on Mm -hmm. well they switched they switched artists after the first book um they had this really good artist for the first first round and then they suddenly switched uh i'm not really sure i never followed I, i never followed that comic very closely I can't get into it because it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was also... Add some color. It just looks unfair. Very distracting. I was like, I don't like this. I need color. Have you seen... Uh... Oh, man, that's a show I keep forgetting to watch. Uh, Outcast. Is, it's another Kirkman creation. Um, I think it's on something like Cinemax. I think that's what it's on. Uh, what is it called? It's called Outcast. It's basically about uh, like demonic possession in like this small town. Really, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I read the first comic or the first trade, I think, what? and the show's not bad from what I saw of it. There's only been like two episodes so far. I don't know how long it'll last. I'm not really sure if it's got a lot of buzz or anything going for it. I don't know. Like, yeah, all those other like cable channels. I don't. I don't. I don't know how. Uh their programming works Mm -hmm. because i feel like they're always like they debut a show and then it gets canceled after like three episodes and i'm like do people watch (laughs) cinemax i don't know i felt that's why i was like it's a weird decision to put it on cinemax like i guess no one else wanted it i guess strange well it's like ash versus evil dead is on stars and apparently that got renewed for another couple seasons oh that's good i I need to pick that up again because that first season I watched most of it and then stopped, but it was fun from what I saw of it. Yeah. I liked it. It's good to have those characters, or that character, back anyway. Mm-hmm. Really, those characters, because, yeah, I mean, Lucy Lawless is in it playing a character from the movies. Not the same actress, but... I'm waiting for this. I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't, like, they didn't do the sequel. Like, the original plan for that Walking Dead remake was they were going to do that and then they were going to do a sequel to that and then they were going to do a sequel that bridged the two universes oh. and i'm like that'd be crazy so those spinoff they said things are were supposed to connect yeah okay like they said they were going to do a sequel to the um i've been saying walking dead haven't i the evil dead oh uh, okay oh yeah yeah i remember that whole plan they were like we're going to connect the movies um yeah that sounded awesome i would have even just seen more of that chick as uh 
Yeah. She was good. Well, I the liked movie. that movie a lot. Yeah. Like that remake. Mm-hmm. It was it was creepy. It's, it was you know, obviously a more traditional horror movie, but it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I liked the special effects. Kind of didn't like the fact that the Deadites' eyes looked like like Sith eyes. Oh. Like they used those same like Sith Lord contact lenses that they used in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Like when Anakin started to turn to Vader and his eyes got spooky. Like, oh dear. That's that's noticeable. <laughs> but minor, minor, minor flaw. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they didn't, they didn't do anything with that. They were going to make a sequel to Army of Darkness, and then they were going to bridge the two. Oh, shit. They even had that stinger at the end of the Evil Dead remake, where it's just Ash turning the camera and going groovy. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? That When did that movie come out? That was a couple of years ago now, right? Yeah, I was at FAU when it came out, so probably like 20, 2012, 2013. Shit. Damn it! I'm looking up a year a year after Dance with Dragons came out. Oh shit! Wow! Um, Whoa! That's two years after Game of Thrones debut. Oh my god! And we still haven't gotten the sequel. Damn, dude! To Dance with Dragons, which is a book. <laughs> that's crazy, man. It's fucking. Nuts. Doesn't George? How old is George R. R. Martin's wife? She's pretty young, right? Um, probably twenty-two. <laughs> she's real she's, young she's 17 yeah. I um, like I'm young well I you saw how I write the books I, you know I'm fond of the I female I women I've paid my dues <laughs> I deserve this <laughs> I'm a uh, treat yourself <laughs> treat yourself <laughs> <laughs> um Let's see. Uh, spouse Paris McBride, who he married in 2011. Maybe that's the fucking problem. I think we just figured it out. Dance with Dragons, 2011. Marries his current uh, spouse, 2011. What do you think happened? His 17-year-old. <laughs> that's what fucking happened. Oh, jeez. So, uh, what's new in New York? How's that? How's that going? It's not bad. Cool. I mean, it's warm. That's what I hear. It's getting warm. It's warm. I get a lot of Snapchats from Damien of chilling in the park, enjoying the warm weather. (laughs) He's just sending his dick. Yeah, pretty much. It's just too short. Shorts. Snap. Here's my new dick pic. Check out my new J. Crew shorts. They are too short. <laughs> Perfect for this weather. Well, that's cool. Are you? Well, I can't tell you how old his wife is because she doesn't have a Wikipedia. Oh, that's that's how you find out any information in this day and age. They have to have a Wikipedia. Oh, she doesn't look young at all. Um, oh, oh she, wow. She looks, she looks quite... She looks quite... She looks like she's about his age, maybe. Oh, shit. Hmm, okay. Well, maybe it's not a... Because the picture that came up of her immediately looks like she's in her 20s. Mm-hmm. 
but I guess that's a really old picture because there's pictures of them together, and I'm like, oh yeah, she's at least in her sixties. Shit. Are you on the Are you on board the E3 hype train right now? Nah, man. No. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know when E3 comes nah, out. It's already it's going on. When it's it it's going on right oh, now. Oh, it's happening yeah. right now. Right fucking now, man. What are the big announcements? I have actually been following anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I've been uh, following Kotaku. Hey, man, that's the thing that happened. Fucking Gawker got uh, sued. Gawker just declared bankruptcy. Whoa, well, they got hardcore really? sued from uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, because they they published that Hulk Hogan sex tape, which was to me like Gawker is the most hypocritical organization in the world. Because like when when the Jennifer Lawrence nudes came out, they were like, "We will never ever ever publish them," and I applaud them for that mm-hmm. because it's fucked up. But then when the Hulk Hogan sex tape came out, they're like, everyone should watch this right now. And they even put on their article, like, we will never, ever take this down. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, here's the thing. What's the difference, dude? Um, The difference is one's woman and one's not. And there's kind of a double standard with the way that we view things Mm -hmm. like that. But Hulk Hogan sued for over, like, I want to say over 150 million dollars and he won they won the lawsuit and they have to pay all of the damages and it was way more than gawker had in assets so that yeah they just declared bankruptcy man chapter seven bankruptcy but that means like all of the gawker sites like gawker uh jezebel there's like five different websites that they publish that all fucking suck but um Let's see, Gawker. Hmm. It's Chapter 7 bankruptcy, so they could still stay in operation. Um, It just means they're selling themselves uh, for money. Gawker Media. Man, that's crazy. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that they... uh... They oh, yeah, that's why I brought it up, because Kotaku. I thought that Kotaku was... Oh, no, they are. They're. Gawkers. I'm pretty sure they're owned by Gawker, yeah. um, mm-hmm. that they were acquired by them a while back, yeah. which is kind of why... So Gawker, of... Deadspin, Gizmodo, Jalopnik? I don't know what the... Or Jalopnik? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they all have that same um, same similar site, too. It looks all... Jezebel, Kotaku, and Lifehacker. Oh, yeah. Damn, those are some big-ass sites. These are, yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Oh, well. Fuck you, (laughs) Shouldn't have been such stupid hypocrites. Whatever, man. Whatever. Did you hear they announced a new Xbox One? What? Mm -hmm. Well, this has been out for a while now. Uh, PS. Why wouldn't they call it the Xbox Two? Because it's basically just a higher end version of the Xbox One. Like it can do 4K resolution, a um, bunch of other stuff that no one's interested in. Um, mm-hmm. Sony's doing the same thing. It's all for VR to like get the hardware ready for VR. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, we are. We are. We are VR troopers. I still want to test out any form of the VR products that are coming out or out already. 
You gotta come back to New York then because that's where it all is. What? Like so. demo? You've seen demo booths and shit? Like what? Huh? What? Yeah, yeah. They're always doing. Um, oh my god. That kind of shit. <sighs> it's probably hard to get into, I imagine, but. Wait, what? Like, what's the big one? What is it? What is the? What is the name of that major one? Uh, Valve has one that's called the HTC Vive. That's their collaboration with HTC. What's the one that Facebook? Bought? Oh, Oculus Rift. That's yeah. Yeah, Oculus. They're, I remember them doing demonstrations for the Oculus Rift around here uh, several times. Has that been a like Best Buys or is it like a Best Buy event or something? No, I don't. I, I don't know off the top of my head where it was. Maybe they just do it in the streets. It's all in yeah. Central Park. Like when they, like that when thing has like multiple chains running to it, so you can't run away with it. Uh, yeah. Damn. But uh, it was all um, at at Chevy's in Times Square, hmm. which is a Tex-Mex restaurant that's connected to a movie theater. Oh, weird! What? Huh? Oh, it's the worst, and it's also the worst movie a theater. A Tex-Mex too. restaurant um, connected to a movie theater. Well, both of the like you know on Forty Second Street how they have two movie theaters like right there. They have a Regal, and then they also have an AMC. Uh huh. The AMC is the only one worth going to. It's the only one I ever go to. But I did have to go to the uh, Regal when they got Civil War because they got it first. Um, and yeah, you go out through Chevy's. And the and, and uh, the one on 42nd, you go out through Dave and Buster's because it's a classy joint, Gian. Right, of course. <laughs> Holy shit, you guys got AMC Prime down there? No, dude, probably not. I mean, I'm sure there, there might be dude, one in Miami awesome. or something. What is that like? Tell me. Like, it's... Give me the rundown. I would imagine that they might. It's like, it's super pricey. Like, it's 20-something dollars for a ticket. It's like going to see an IMAX show. Mm-hmm. But it's like in an IMAX-esque sized screen. Uh, but they have like like full reclining, like electronic reclining chairs that have footrests. They go back. It's like you're sitting in a Lazy Boy. Oh, shit. It's great. It's fantastic. The only problem is you have to sit like directly in the middle because if there are people on either side of you getting up to go to the restroom, it takes forever to like manually like put down the little electronic foot. Right. Unless you're Michael, then you just run over the rails. Like that's what that was about. I was like, why would you ever need to do that? I I was like, he did some shitty parkour move to like get around people. it's like, why did he do that? Now it makes Probably sense. Probably brought way more attention to himself than right. had he just asked. Than just subtly fucking getting out of the way. Again. Uh, can't take Michael anywhere. No. Even to That's Japan. That's why they shipped him off to Japan. He's been, well, he's back now. But Have you... Um, he's there for a good long time. You know what you should do this year? You should sign up to be... A uh, part of a New York Comic Con crew. Today's the last day. Um, before midnight, you should register. You up. should uh, apply. Yeah, to apply. Maybe I will. You should do it. I got the link, bro. Maybe I will. I have to too. I, I already made that stupid profile to just buy tickets. What What is that all about? I mean, I know it's like for security, but is it very involved? Like, what do you I have don't to know. Do? like why they do it's to curb scalping they always have a big problem with scalpers like when we went and waited for tickets um last year oh no (gasps) like fuck 
Sorry, I just what? applications are closed. God damn it! Uh, for what? For New York Comic Con to apply. Lame. Oh, to be a to work. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, it's too bad. But no, it's to combat scalpers. Like, I guess they have a big problem with scalping every year, um, and. I don't know how it does that, how it accomplishes that, but everybody that wants to buy tickets has to first make a profile. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it just sounds like one more step, but I don't think that they're selling them at Midtown this year or at any of the, like, they would sell them at other smaller cons throughout the year, but now it's just going to be online only. Which is lame. Anyway, I think we should start wrapping this up because it's about an hour and a half, okay. and I think my roommates are going to come on word, soon. Word, word. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, if you're still here. My name is Tyler Pino. I'm Gio Gomez. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs>